Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining me on this edition of Down to Earth. It's the show in which we talk about the issues that matter. And today on our show, it's Sunday, so we're going to devolve a little bit and, and dive right down deep into what we want to talk about today, which is, is America at a civil war? Are we in a civil war? And we're at a crossroads. And how do we process this? How do we get out of this? Is there any way that we can get out of this? Can we avoid these pitfalls that have been created around us? And I just want to say that it's been one of those weeks when I had to tune the news out. I mean, it, it just was not getting any better. It just kept going and going and going. And I do wish that most presidents, when they leave office, they kind of go away. It's like they don't want to be bothered with this stuff. After they have done it for some time, they just want a break, not from the constant barrage of having to wake up early, having to always be ready, never really being off having to always attend to crises, because that's who a president is. A president is a crisis manager. He, the problems, he has a system, a, a large apparatus that is spread out, and that system is designed to deal with issues. By the time they get to his desk, they're of epic crisis proportions. I think Mr. Trump lacked that basic fundamental understanding of his job, that a president is a crisis manager. What happens to people when they're in crisis? They're upset, they're uh, unsure, they feel insecure, unsafe. So your job is to assure them that everything is going to be all right. I think Trump did not understand that part of the job or he didn't embrace it or he didn't think that that was his job. He was just there to collect the money, make the contacts and do the posing, stand before the cameras. That's, that's how he processed the job to be. So he largely left the management of the job to people who didn't know the job, didn't know what they were doing. So they left us in a royal mess. And it didn't matter to him that he didn't understand that the words that he said became policy because that's how it works. So the words that a president says become policy. So if this is what the president says, then that's what he's thinking. Then his cabinet is going to find a way to carry it out. He didn't seem to understand that. So he was a loose cannon. He said whatever he felt like saying. It didn't matter which group in the country he alienated. He was like your uncle. You know that uncle you go to uh, family gatherings with, but you can, you love them, but you can only tolerate them once a year at Thanksgiving, and then you really can't deal with them at all because they're just so racist and off the cuff. Well, that's what he was like, which proved as the president of this country to be very uncomfortable and very irresponsible. So he lost an election, and in losing an election, he felt 
mad about it because, as he has said, he doesn't like being a loser. He has never lost at anything. I beg to remind him that he did file for bankruptcy a couple of times, and he has had three failed marriages. So, uh, ooh, I just said it, three failed marriages. So you kind of are accustomed to losing. But he looked at it as if the whole world was now going to judge him as a loser. We probably wouldn't have. We probably would have just said, you lost the election, move it, keep it moving. But the way he carried on after the election is what has set the country at civil war. Let me explain. He decided that he would tear the system that make the country hold the country together. This is not a shocker to other people in other countries because that's what dictators in other countries do. Well, this is what Trump did. He started to divest the country, tear the country apart. We already are a country fractured by race. The discomfort of coming to 2021, arriving here in 20, from 2020, and realizing that racism proliferated under Mr. Trump because he encouraged it very irresponsibly, but he encouraged racism. He encouraged people who already were disenfranchised, white people, rural white people, poor white people, and some middle-class white people whom the economy started leaving behind from the late 1970s to the 1980s. That was neither his fault, nor was it anybody's fault. Some of us just got smarter and went to school and positioned ourselves to make sure we have a say in the American 21st century. Some others decided that they should just be here just because they are here, just because they're white. That's not how it works anymore. Your color does not guarantee you a seat at the table anymore. What brings you to the table is your talent and your education. Your talent and your education. So if you're not educated, you don't have a seat at the table. So I guess for my white brothers and sisters, they feel somehow left behind. So they feel that they should return America to the 1950s, the pre-civil rights era when white people had to say and colored when I sat down. So Mr. Trump took on a war. He started a civil war. He couldn't get what he wanted. He couldn't get the courts to overturn the election. So he decided that black people and brown people who voted in huge voting blocks across the country, he decided that those people should be, that people should be disenfranchised. And he started a civil war. A civil war not fought with guns, but nonetheless, it's still a civil war. We're right smack in the midst of it. We have a civil war of ideals, of ideas, of the ways in which we should govern and rule ourselves, of the ways in which wealth should be distributed. Make no mistake about it, we're smack in the middle of a civil war. Pretty soon, people will start talking about reparations. All this foolishness going on across the country where white people feel that they have a right and they feel they're still thinking that, Mr. Tr- that Trump won the election. And so black people should not have voted. I saw somewhere where somebody said, well, I watched all that uh, hearings on C-SPAN and I believe it. And I'm like, those people were paid actors whom Trump campaign paid to go and lie about election fraud. They were paid people. Their, their agencies have come forward and said they were paid. So where are you getting this from? And it's the same judges whom Trump appointed who, vote, who, turned, who ruled against him. So again, where is this large-scale conspiracy coming from? It's judges appointed by Trump who ruled against him that the election was rigged. 
So he started a civil war because he couldn't get his own way. He pitted us against one another, one against the other. We are fighting not just for ideas. He has created and left a broken Republican Party whom he fractured, who are scrambling to find support because their middle section, the middle section of the Republican Party, are now considered independent. That means they will vote Republican or they will vote Democrat. But they no longer consider themselves Republican because Trump disbanded, disbanded them. So they have left the party and vogue and mass. So all the who are left are just the fringe elements. So now those in Congress won't vote to impeach him because they're afraid of alienating the few supporters they have left. A war that is civil. A war fought not on battlegrounds as we did in 1865, but a war being fought out in Congress, in legislatures across the country. That's the legacy of Donald Trump. And you folks who are still out there, who are still supporting this madman, this mad max of a leader who thinks that he should run an election and he should be president, not because he was born to it, because America doesn't have inherent right to rule. So you're born to rule like in a monarchy, not because his family worked to build up America. His family did not. They got loans from banks from overseas and ran organizations that were always broken. In fact, the IRS is suing him now and is about to investigate him for over $100 million he got back in a tax return that they think he should never have gotten back. So he pitted us against us. So Mr. Trump doesn't have a right to rule as he's arguing. But he has convinced other white people that only he should rule and that an election was stolen from him. Now, these are the same people who have been voting for some time in elections. They voted for Bush. They voted for Barack Obama. They voted before for Clinton. They voted for the first Bush. Some of them even lived to vote for Reagan. I kid you not. How come you have voted in successive elections and never believed that an election heretofore was rigged, but you believe that this one was rigged? How come when Trump won in 2016, you weren't jumping up about a rigged election then? It is glaringly obvious that because the election didn't go in his favor and because he ran the country so poorly that he lost the popular vote. He never even won the popular vote the first time. But now you want to disavow every institution because he didn't get his own way and has created a civil war. So we're at a crossroads. What are we going to do? Are we going to allow this Mad Max of a man to continue to push legislatures across the country to rig the votes, to disenfranchise black and brown voters, so that in the future, if he chooses to run, he can do what he wants? Is that what you want? Then we're at civil war, because guess what? Black and brown people are not going to sit back and let you control and rule anymore. We're not going to do that anymore. Those days left. They're over. They're gone. They're not coming back. I know you kind of think back to the halcyonic days of when it was Jim Crow and you could just round up black people and throw them in the back of the wagon and take them out into the bushes and lynch them and get away with it. I know that Donald Trump made you feel empowered enough that you could do that. Guess what? It ain't about to happen. It ain't about to happen now. And it's not going to happen in the near future. If I were you, I'd get with it real quick. And in the words of Joe Biden, 
plan to own the 21st century because it will be good for the country. Otherwise, you'll be marching to the beat of that man from the red country who likes to lock up people who disagree with him. As a matter of fact, doesn't that kind of remind you of that red country, Russia? If Trump wants to disenfranchise people who voted against him, if he wants to lock up Hillary Clinton because she ran against him, doesn't that sound like something Putin does? Didn't Putin this morning detain the wife of the leader of the opposition party in Russia because they voted and opposed his controlling politics and dictatorial lifestyle and the way he runs his country? Isn't that the same thing Trump is proposing? So let me ask you freedom-loving people, because that's what you say you love about being American, is your freedom. Trump is going to take your freedom away so that even you, when you disagree with him, won't, won't be able to vote him out. Is that what you want? In the hysteria of the populism, of liking his celebrity, liking his personality, and how the media just hates this man. Have you ever wondered why anyone just hates this man? There's nothing special about Trump for anyone to hate. We just don't like his politics. We just don't like the fact that he's dictatorial. We just think he's a buffoon who doesn't know what he's doing and won't hire smart people to run his to run the country. It's not his country. It's all of us. I pay taxes. You pay taxes. I pay the same taxes. We fall in the same tax bracket. Uh, by the way, by the way, did you know that part of the tax bill that the Republicans and Trump signed into effect in 2017 dictates that if you earn a certain income, you're going to pay taxes in 2021, 2023, 2025, and 27, increased taxes. You're not going to earn any more, but you're going to pay more taxes on the living you earn. Meanwhile, the very rich, like himself, won't pay jack shit. Yes, I said it. They won't pay jack. So while you are buying your guns and you're buying all this tomfoolery weapons, by the way, that you could go use to pay your mortgage down, send your kids to college, put away for your retirement, just some ideas on how you could live, maybe even enroll in community college and perhaps get a degree. <laughs> while you're doing all of that, just know that you're going to pay more taxes because of what Trump and the Republicans did. Just more work for Biden to go find a way to, uh, you know, redistribute that and change that tax code so that people are not being punished for being poor. And he did it with a smile. And you went right along with it. The guy even said once that he could stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot people and nobody would blame him because he convinced you that he's your friendly uncle and he's killing you with taxes and smiling and you still like it. So who is the dumb one? Sounds to me like you all are. He's dumb, but at least he's making money off your dumbness. And what happens to you? You're still dumb and broke and poorer than when you started. That's Donald Trump. So now we are at a crossroads. We have an impeachment trial from the Senate so that he can never hold office again. Why do I support that? Because I don't want him ever, or anyone like him, to ever get the idea that the last four years, when he pontificated and postulated against people who look and sound like me, and called us all kinds of names, 
as if I'm not human, as if my ancestors did not build this up and are not human, that that will never happen again. That's why he should be impeached by the Senate. And he is going to be impeached by the Senate because the Senate is controlled by the Democrats. The people gave that power because the people decided that enough was enough. 400 years, we're trying to forget 400 years of enslavement. And here comes this guy who never really ran a successful business. Every one of his hotels and casinos failed. He's bankrolled by some Russians called Deutsche Bank. And some Russian money gained from sex trafficking in Europe and Northern Africa. That's where their money comes from. And the sale of drugs that comes from South America and distributed throughout Europe. Yeah, that's who is bankrolling him. So you all still want to sit there and talk? You all still want to sit there and say how the elections were stolen? Well, keep saying that. Because if for the last 230 years, nobody ever said elections were stolen and this one guy says it and all of a sudden you believe it, then we're really at a crossroads. We're at a crossroads of good and evil because where is the evil? You ever read the Bible? You claim to be pontificating Christians. But have you ever really read the Bible? Doesn't the Bible talk about the evil one doesn't really look evil. He comes smarter. Go read the book of Daniel. It's all there. It tells you when the evil one comes, he's not going to look evil. He's actually going to look, he's going to be, doesn't the Bible say that he's going to be consumed with power? That he's going to enjoy the company of men because he likes powerful men? Didn't Trump go on a bastion about that? Yeah, I know he pushed all the women in front of you, but he liked power. And he liked to see power reside in the hands of men. Women were disposable to it. You serve the means to an end. Are you all hearing me? So the real question is, what are you all going to do? Because the reckoning is coming. The reckoning is coming. Are you hearing me? I said the reckoning is coming. You're going to have to make up your mind, not us, because we have already made up our minds which direction we're going. We're going forward to own the 21st century because we don't want to be controlled by neither Russia nor China. Because it's either one of three places that's going to run the, the world. It's either America, China, or Russia. We kind of like how America has done it for the last 200 years, so we kind of want to stick with that. So you can sit there while you're eating your roadkill and your moose, and while you're sitting there pontificating about being white and how the country is no longer white. The country was never all white. You are liars. What happens is you never counted black people who were brought here as slaves because you did not want to empower them. You never counted their, their, their birth nor their death. The country has never been white. The country has never been all white. When you first came here, there were Native Americans here, the brown people. You drove them out, killed them off, and then took over their land. Then you brought black people to enslave. So the country has never been rewired. So get with the program and stop the bullshit and the lying. I'm sick and tired of it. I'm just about done with the foolishness and the lying in my face. As if nobody here has read history. As if the people who live out on the reservations don't have oral histories to tell. As if black people who have lived here and whose ancestors have lived here for the last 400 years haven't told the truth. Come on now. Enough is enough. 
And people need to stop fearing this white foolishness. Let me ask you something. You remember last summer, George Floyd protests. Y'all were out there back the blue. We back the blue. The blue represents law and order. How come you same people went to the Capitol and injured 150 police officers? Because you wanted to go get to Nancy Pelosi and hang Mike Pence. But you are all law and order. You were all law and order when black people were marching for equality and for to end police brutality. You were all law and order then. You brought up federal law officers, law enforcement officers on black people, and you fortified the capital. And when it was your turn, you used the American flagpole to beat police officers who are white and even killed a few of them. Well, you're all law and order, though, and you back the blue. You and your former leader back the blue. This is why we can't trust you now to run anything, because you have Josh Hawley and Ted Cruz up there fist bumping and promoting this stuff, and Lauren Biebert and, and Marjorie Taylor Greene. It's like they're coming out of the woodwork. That's the new Republican Party, the radical Republican Party. Are those the people? The French element, who all of a sudden, you are all standing there, I know, clutching your pearls and in your tweeds and going, oh, my God, holding your Chanel bag like, my God in heaven, what has happened to the Republican Party? Well, that's the same thing we're asking. What have you allowed to take over the Republican Party? Your weird ass aunties and uncles and cousins from out of the woods have crawled out from up there and have now taken over the Republican Party. And now the Republican Party resembles a ramshackle group of people. There's no ideology. There is no idea. You talk about conservativeness. Where? These people are not conservative. Were those conservatives who ran up in the Capitol building on January 6th? I know you want to shut it down because you're kind of like really embarrassed that this happened on your watch. But let me ask you this. The last 35 years of Mitch McConnell... Are you embarrassed about that? Are you embarrassed about the gerrymandering that took place in districts across the country so that Republicans could control majority black districts, so majority black voters? Are you embarrassed about voting right restrictions on people of color? Are you embarrassed, for instance, about the legacy of white supremacy and slavery? That's something you should be embarrassed about. Because we're not embarrassed. We're doing something about it. It's called the vote. And so help me God, they're going to pass the Voting Rights Act, the John Lewis Voting Rights Act, that is going to ensure that the disenfranchisement of black and brown people to prevent them from voting will never, ever happen in these here United States. You don't like it, you're either going to do one of two things. You're either going to join with the progressive people in the country and move forward and march into the 21st century, or you'll go crawl back into the backwoods and welcome China, Russia, Korea, and every other bad dude out there who has had it in for America and who has always wanted to get rid of America. And the rest of us will just take off and go somewhere else and create a different America where we live, and you're not welcoming it. That's what you want? You'll get it. We'll just create an America where for you to come into that progressive part of it, then you're going to have to change. Because it seems to me that you don't want to grow. You don't want to change. You don't want to evolve. You want to stay the same. So you go into the Bible and you use the Bible and you take parts of the Bible that are whitewashed. 
I said it, they're whitewashed. First of all, who is King James? A white man, an old white man who was sitting on the throne of England, who decided that he didn't really like women to be empowered. So he told the people who were translating from the Holy Scriptures to make sure they found parts of the scriptures that uh, subdued women. So women would be submissive and everybody else who was a slave. That's what they did. So you take those parts of the Bible and you come over here and you create this whitewashed Christianity that in no way, shape, or form resembles the true unorthodoxy of what Christianity really is. I was watching a guy on Christian TV last night. I like to turn to it every now and then just to see where the culture is. And this guy is having his Jesus moment, this young white guy. And I'm like, "Mm, I can see where you're coming from. You don't have a job, probably don't have a college degree. You watched enough TV to see where you could make some money if you're a white man by just start telling people about, he's selling a thing. I couldn't even see his name. I waited to see his name, but I fell asleep. He's selling a thing in a bottle, a miracle oil in a bottle. Wink, wink. But he was having his Jesus moment. You know, typical white man, he's wearing long blonde hair because that's how you have, you know, shown Jesus to be. Now, look at the big blatant lie that that is. According to the Bible and the scriptures, right in front of us, you're lying. Jesus was a Jew who was born and grew up in the eastern part, the Middle Eastern part of the world. So he was a brown man who lived out in the sun. So during, he, he was pretty brown. He also walked barefoot or wore sandals most of the time. So he was tanned from here to Zion. Had brown eyes because the people born over there, that's how they look. But here you come over here with this whitewashed Christianity. That is, if you read some parts of the Bible, this is the parts that the, the slave masters told enslaved people. That's what they were. They were slave masters. They told enslaved people. What did they tell them? That you must subdue the peoples under you and that you must obey your master. Jesus was an unarmed brown man. And you come over here and whitewash him and made him over into your image of what God is, which is blonde, blue-eyed, and blonde hair, a white man. So this dude on TV last night, this young dude, you could tell he put a color job on his dark roots to make his hair blonde and curly and is laying hands on people. And I'm like, I know he paid every one of them people $50 or $100 to appear on camera. They just sign an NDA, and they don't care. They took their money and just kept it moving. <clears throat> the lies. You still are telling lies. I have a funny feeling that we're going to find out some more lies, not just in the former administration that is gone. That's a given. But we're going to find out some more lies or the truth about what happened. There's got to be a record somewhere that has been suppressed about how many black people actually came over here from Africa and how many actually lived at the t- during the time of slavery. So you are looking at this and you're like, I think I prefer going back to that where I'm in power and rule, but I don't want to be part of the minority. Why don't you... Accept that because you know what being a minority is. Because your ancestors and yourself spent over 400 years making sure that other people were minorities. 
Therefore, because of that treatment, you don't want to be in a minority. So you brought the country to the brink of civil war. We're now at a crossroads where we have to determine how do we go forward? The man who is elected to lead offered the Republicans an olive branch. He said, come, let's build together. Let's rebuild our nation. No, they ain't going to do that. They're going to stick over their side. Wrong as they are. Wrong today. Wrong yesterday. Wrong tomorrow. They're still sticking out on their wrongness. He said, come on, let's build together. Let's go back and start afresh. Let's wipe the slate clean. Let's have a reset. Let's build the country back together. No, they don't want to do that. Okay, so the rest of us are going to move forward into the new millennium. And we're going to move forward into progressiveness because that's what you don't like. You don't like progress. You fought against progress at every step of the way. You fought against progress when Lincoln ended slavery because it was no longer feasible. That's why he did it. He didn't do it because of some deep, compassionate reason that he had about equality. He did it because it was no longer feasible. Simple. It was always about the Benjamins. The Electoral College exists because the southern states had land, but they really didn't have the money. We should now have Electoral College based on how much money your state generates and contributes to, 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 to the country. That's what it should be. How much you contribute to the GDP? That's how, that's how it should be. So places like North and South Carolina that don't contribute jack but gets more money that the rest of us have to bust our asses off in six inches of snow to pay taxes for. But then you want to come and tell us we can't vote. You want to come and tell us we shouldn't vote and we shouldn't decide who becomes president. You got a problem with that? Well, we're going to fix it so you will never be able to control or input or do anything about it. Why? Because equality has come. This is what we've been talking about for centuries and decades. This is it. Equality has come. Whether you like it or not. Yeah, I know you find a few black people whom you have convinced. You've hated people so much and hated black people so much that you've even convinced some some of us that it's better to be white than to be black. You've convinced some of us. I know you have. And we pray for them, but they've caught up in your tomfoolery. And as long as they stick to the tomfoolery, then they're going to be left behind. Because like I told you before, There are only three of us who are going to run this world. It's either going to be America, it's either going to be China, or it's going to be Russia. Pick your darn choice, because if we don't own this right now, we're going to be marching either to Red China or to Russia. And for those of you paramilitary types out there who get excited because it looks like something is wrong with your performance as a man, that the only power that you feel is when you are subjugating people or when you're walking around with a gun and toting a gun, that's the power that you feel. Yeah. That's the power you feel. Okay. So for those of you paramilitary types out there who think it's fun to bring war to America, let me tell you what living in a war zone is like. When you live in a war zone, the constant threat of guns and the battle that is going on and the fact that you have no functioning government and civil system. So you don't have running water. So for those of you who like to say, well, I'm a car-carrying member of the NRA, so I can carry my AR-50. Look at me and my browning. Look at me. I can pose with my browning. You think it's fun? 
That's because you never set foot in a war zone. You don't know what it's like to not have running water, no electricity, nor people just show up with guns and take all the food out of your house that you just had to go sell yourself to get after six weeks of going without food. You can't have access to health care, so people get shot, they get injured, and then there's no hospital for them to go to because the rebels control the hospital and have the guns on, have guns on doctors and nurses. That's what living in a war zone is like. So while you're out there flirting with the idea of going into civil war because you think it's so remaining and it's going to come out like gone with the wind, you will find gone with America is more like what you're going to end up with. And we're just going to build another part of America where you won't be welcome because we're not going to put up with that foolishness because it's either, again, what did I say? The trifecta. It's either America, Russia, or China. Which one is it going to be? Obviously, Russia does not want us to own the 21st century because Russia does what Russia does, which is controlling people. Putin appointed himself president until 2036. Are you hearing me? What does that tell you? He's not interested in people's opinions. He is authoritarian and he rules. He's the ultimate authority. China tells people when to have sex. So all you out there who like to watch uh, porn and some of you like Jeffrey Tubin, yeah, esteemed lawyer that he was who is no longer esteemed, he couldn't even wait to get his rocks off. He literally did it while he was in a meeting with the, with, with, uh, in a Zoom meeting with his colleagues at a news site that he was contributing to. He didn't shut the meeting down. He clicked on because his OnlyFans page popped up that he had an appointment with. So for those of you who just like to get your happy on because you're free to do that, you won't be having sex in a war zone. You'll be having sex with a gun at your head. Bow down to me. That's what you're going to hear. That's what you want to flirt with. Well, that is why some of us came to America. A lot of what this insurrection has done is triggered a lot of us who come from other parts of the world, who have seen wars and rumors of wars and lived in, in, in political strife. We don't want that. That's why we came to America, so we could live peace and look like this. You see how we look? Peace all day. There's a different sheriff in the White House. But you guys are flirting with an idea that you don't even have control over. You do realize that war is uncontrollable. The outcome is not predictable. You know why America is a superpower? Because America only goes to war where they feel they can win. If their goal is to destroy a country, that's exactly what they're going to do. They're going to destroy the country, decimate the country, and leave it dependent for the rest of time. That's America. Would you want another country to do that to America? So your passport becomes red, won't be blue anymore. You'll be pledging allegiance. What allegiance? You'll be pledging bowing down to a red flag because China is red. So is Russia. You see anything there? And then you won't have your personal freedoms. What personal freedoms? So people like me, they would lock up because I'm, t- I'm speaking against them. There is no underground that I could go to. They would find me. Are you hearing what I'm saying? This is what your walk towards the past, your regression into racism is bringing to America. 
You thought you were just going to go back to a 1950s America where you could sit on your porch and go hang black people for fun and call it a picnic. You know what picnic is short for? Pick a nigger. They would just choose a Negro whom they would take into the fields and hang him just for fun. And white people sat down and ate food while they were hanging a human being behind there. You people are barbaric and have the nerve to want to bring this country back to that. It ain't going to happen. That's what you want. So you think that's what you're going to do? You got outsmarted. It's the wrong time. In the 1950s, Russia and China were not powerful. So you didn't have to worry about Russia or China taking over. Guess what? It's 60 years later. Guess what has happened in 60 years? Russia and China are powerful now. So when you sit there and flirt with the idea of just marching up into the Capitol because I just feel bad and I just want control because Trump lost the election and I don't get to be white supremacist anymore. You have to go back to living normally now. Your time in the sun, along with Trump's time in the sun, has passed. And time marches on. You thought that's what you were going to bring back? No, you're marching straight up onto Russia or China. Marching to the beats of a red drum where people have no freedoms. Have you ever wondered? You ever seen people run from America? No. People run to America. It never, do you ever sit down and think about that? Why are people from all over the world running to America? Nobody runs away from America. Everybody's running to America. Why? Think about that. Why are people running from China, running from Russia, running from Venezuela, running from parts of Africa, running from Indonesia? Why are people running to America, but nobody's running from America? Have you ever wondered why? Must be a good thing, isn't it? So if people are running to America, why are you creating the kind of America that exists in the places where people are running from? It just makes you... This is the thing I don't get. Are you dumb or are you stupid or are you just so blinded by your racism that you can't even think straight? Are you hearing what I'm saying? This is the issue that I am having. I am wondering to myself, am I the only person who is thinking, why are people running to America, but they're not running from America? Why is no one running to China? Russia and China don't have an immigration problem. Newsflash, Russia and China don't have an immigration problem. As a matter of fact, China, in all its wisdom, executes people and performs artificial intelligence on Uyghurs who are a Muslim part of their own population, cut them open and gut them like a fish, take their organs. It's called organ trafficking. Take their organs, take their eyes, take their skin off. That's what China does. So people in the world are running from China, running from Russia, running from countries that operate dictatorially and run to America. But you want to flirt with the idea of, oh, my God, we can actually control the blacks. We can actually control the brown people. We can actually control. You want control so bad? Go control your darn credit. Go control your bank account. Go control your job and go to back to school and get a degree. How about that? Control that.
so we can own the 21st century. So we never, so 30 years from now, our children, because that's the next generation, 30 years from now, our children will never have to contend with dealing with Russia or China or worrying that Russia or China will come and rob them of their freedom. Are you hearing me? It's amazing to me. All these preachers in the South, all of you, you're all in the South because you're all still blinded by racism. The, the, the rancor of racism and the specter of it will never be erased from your minds and from your eyes. And people, stop listening and supporting these racist people. They're racist. They're still practicing white supremacy in every aspect of their life. If you walk into their church and the person cleaning the church is black and the rest of them are white, that's racism. You stare, it's staring you in the face. Stop thinking that, oh, I'm the only black amongst them. I'm the only Chinese amongst them. I'm the only Indian amongst them. It's not cool and it's not cute. Why are you the only one? I'm sick and tired of hearing the first black person, the first Native American, the first uh, uh, Hispanic person. I'm sick and tired of it. There should be no first. It's the 21st century. It's 2021. For God's sake, there is no more first. You are because you're qualified. You're appointed because you're the best person for the job. Y'all need to stop supporting these racist hierarchical churches who are preaching right now. They're spewing hatred. They're the ones inspiring the civil war. They're the ones spurring it on. They're encouraging you to hate your neighbor. They're encouraging you to hate Americans, people who are Americans who work and build this country up. They're telling you these racist people, these racist people are telling you to hate Americans. So who are you going to support? The Chinese who are going to march over here and take over? The Russians who are going to come and bomb us into submission? Is that what you're all, that's what you are doing? By listening to stupid idiots who have never governed. They've never had to sit down and make considerations based on 363 million people. How did you elect a reality TV star to run the country? Did you think he was just going to put it on autopilot for four years? Did you really think he understood interest rates? Did you really think he understood talking to Germany? Do you think he understood why America has to keep bases in Europe? It's not just for Europe. It's also for American businesses. Did you understand that? Did you think he understood that we have agreements with China because American companies do business in China? Did you think he understood that? No, he did not. He demonstrated that. When you were all jumping top for him, you didn't realize that you were screwing American farmers out of their farms. We sold milk to China. My God in heaven. We sold soybeans. We sold food to China. And this stupid man whom you elected caused a trade war. And we end up with a coronavirus. There's a link there. Think about it. So if we follow you and your intentional ideology of racism and the enforcement of racism, pretty soon we won't have an America, not a united one anyway. It will still be called geographically the United States of America. Geopolitically, it will be called, but it will not be a united one. 
because the people who think progressive are eventually going to move to parts of the country where more people think like that. Then we're going to start charging you tariffs for coming into that part of the country. Then we're going to start charging you taxes. And when Russia and China come, we'll be like, no, don't come over here. You go over there where they are. And this is why I heard somebody say recently, it's very important for uh, black people in the north to move back to southern states because we change the political makeup. We change the voting bloc. We empower black, black Americans who continue and who have lived in the southern part of the country and who have been robbed of voting rights, who have been robbed of education, who have been robbed of health care. So black Americans from the north moving back to the south is actually a repatriation of sorts to overcome because 100 years ago, their ancestors had to move to the north to escape Jim Crow. Yeah, there was a thing. It's a historical fact. So all of you out there, when I look at you, you know who I see? I see misguided people. You're all misguided. Jumping tough. Descendants of racists trying to bring back a racist empire when the problem we face today is not that. The threat we face today is either Russia or China. Pick your choice. Which of the two evils? Because none of them, there's nothing good about them. Politically and to, to, to their people. Their own people are terrified of them. But you're still thinking about an ideal 1950s Mayberry or some foolishness like that when the common theme at that time, the common theme of entertainment was to go pick a Negro, a human being, take him out into the woods and hang him and then burn crosses like you're intimidating somebody, like you're intimidating and you're powerful. Has it occurred to you that ain't nobody today afraid of y'all? Oh, you think you're the, you, you realize the First Amendment, Fifth Amendment, Second Amendment rights, every kind of right? You do realize they apply to everyone, don't you? Or did you think in your stupidity that it only applied to you? It applies to everyone who lives here. I have the same rights too. But you don't hear me going on around holding up Browning and, and uh, Browning rifles and all that kind of stuff like that's what makes me empowered. What makes me empowered is this. I encourage you to find that empowerment. I'm a firm believer now. I, I, I've never thought about this, and I'm going to close on this. I've never thought about this within this context. I am now convinced that everybody needs to go to college. You know why? When you go to college and you learn a little bit, just a little bit of learning, it expands your knowledge base, and you start looking at situations different. In fact, you can tell the people in a family who are college-educated when you all gather for Thanksgiving and the people who are not. It's a marked difference. I am now convinced if everyone goes to college, we're going to be a better nation. So I, if you guys are listening to me, which I know you are, can you just make college education more accessible? It's not affordable. Make it accessible. And I'm not just talking community college. I'm talking four-year college. Make it so that everybody can pay $500 per year and get a four-year degree. You got to learn this stuff. You all pick up your internet 
and you go Google QAnon theories about stupidness, like people having sex with children and, and having the stupidity. Are you stupid? The wealthiest people in the country are the ones who are having sex. One of them was in the White House. Are you stupid or are you stupid? Do you not see that? But you're busy talking about QAnon theories and that Biden and them were in there. They're poor people compared to the people who were in the White House and the people in the Republican Party. The average uh, value of a Republican senator, the average net worth is $10 million. Who do you think has the means and the money to do stuff like that? People who earn $100,000 a year, they get caught, they go to jail. You're not thinking. You all need to go to college. Everybody in America needs to go to college. If you are not college educated, you need to. You're worried about brown people coming here and taking away your job. Are you an anesthesiologist? Are you a physical therapist? Are you an engineer? Are you a scientist? I just want to ask, which one of you is a neurologist? I have not come across Dr. Brad Jones, neurologist, in over 25 years. So show me where he is. But I've come across Dr. Mohammed Abdul Sayed. I've come across him. I've come across Dr. Nguyen. I've come across Dr. Akanta from Nigeria. But I have not come across Dr. Brad Jones. Where did he go? He stopped going to school because he's white. He didn't think it was important. He thought being white was enough. That's not it anymore. The qualifier is education. Get with the program and you won't be rife. You won't be fodder. People like Trump get together with their friends and make jokes about you all. They laugh at you all. Trump collected over $270 million off you all. I heard the story about one guy. He filed for bankruptcy and gave $150 to Trump's campaign twice. He lives in a rented house in an apartment. Can't pay his rent, but he gave Trump $150 twice. Trump would not even sign a stimulus bill. But he was busy donating to Trump. And lives in an apartment and is jobless because he's uneducated. Are you listening? The same things that you pushed on us in the 1950s and the 1960s that we couldn't get jobs because we didn't have degrees, we went and got the degrees, then educated the next two or three generations to come. So now we own it because you set the standard. Have to go be degreed to get a job. Well, we did. No, we have the job. So again, when you talk about brown people and black people taking your jobs, I'm going to say it one more time. Dr. Muhammad Al-Fayed is an anesthesiologist, a neurologist, a radiologist, a, a urologist. Uh, he's an oncologist. Which jobs among you from podunk, small towns, anywhere USA is he taking Tell me again. He's also an engineer. He's also a scientist working to find a drug for the coronavirus. So tell me again. You from Podunk Nowhere, which job is he taking? You've got to be kidding me. Are you serious? 
You cannot be serious. Sit back and listen to yourself. I want you all to sit back and listen to this broadcast. I want you to listen to yourself. Just go back and go on the internet or C-SPAN or something or YouTube and watch how you all looked when you stormed the Capitol. Look at yourself. You were the same people last summer screaming back the blue. You were the same people creating hashtags Blue Lives Matter. But you marched up in there and beat those police officers to death, some of them, and they had to abandon their posts and give up because the mob ruled. You were the mob. Because a guy who lost an election could not let his ego stand the fact that he lost an election. And you empowered him. You took your last money that you should have used to go bury your dead relative. He brought the coronavirus here. The country had the resources. He brought it. He allowed it to proliferate because he didn't care because it wasn't going to be a problem to him nor his family nor his friends because they're all rich and they're in that little enclave. You weren't in his enclave. He gave you orders. He was standing on the stage. Were you on the stage with him? No. Use your head. (laughs) He was on stage. You were standing in the crowd. You Did he pay for your hotel? He got other people to buy the buses to send you up to Washington. He didn't spend his own money. And then he stood on the stage and told you to go fight for him. Because at the end of the day, who was going to be in the White House with him? Was it you? No. It's him. And his chosen one. And you weren't the chosen one. You were chosen only to incite a civil war in a country that has rejected him. The problem with Mr. Trump is that pretty soon he's going to find out there is no country for him to go to. He made it so bad for himself as president that now that he's no longer president, he has to stay holed up in Florida. He can get on a plane and go land in another country. They might refuse him entry and say he has the coronavirus. They don't want him. So he's not about to put himself in that embarrassment. The other problem is some of those countries have a warrant out to shut his, com- his companies down. They're just waiting for him to show up. He's not about to do that. But he's busy inciting a civil war in the Congress, inviting seditionists to go on your behalf. And look at you sitting there in podunk nowhere. You all don't have nothing. And are probably not going to have nothing for the next 20 years because you're not investing in the future. The future has been about education for a long, long time. What are you going to do? Mr. Trump is rich. He has money in in, in accounts that you you don't know about. He's rich. So what are you going to do? We're at a crossroads. Pick your choice. Are you going to be in the America that owns the 21st century? Or are you going to be stuck in the 1950s? And before you know it, Russia and China will own you. Won't be me. My name is Harry Kemmock. This has been Down to Earth. Go to my website, harrykemmock.com, for more information, as well as listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Thank you so much, everyone. Have a good day. Be blessed. I'm sorry. This was as down to earth. Did it hit you hard? This was as down to earth as I could get. Be blessed, everybody.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.